Okay, Bisiyata Yashmaya, it's a complete privilege, like I mentioned last night, to be able to sit in your presence, in our presence. And I feel uh, completely out of place sitting here speaking to this completely esteemed group of Yidin. My hope is that even though Bezer Hashem, I'll be the one presenting this, but we're learning this with Tur Chabura. This is not a shir, I can't give a shir. Really to anybody, certainly not to this group. To try to get together into this very interesting topic, Nikuda, I think it's important not only for our own growth and for our own Elul, but in the work that we do. This is an essential, essential concept that, uh, that I'm sure, for, again, for all of us, it's just Chazara, but it's good to Chazar also together. There's a lot of material here. I don't know if we'll get through all of it. I'll be conscious of the time as well. Um, but we're going to try to move through the sources step by step. Again, I'm speaking to you know the chevra already holding, so we're just going to we're going to try to move with um, with some measure of speed with Hashem self. So the Rambam in Hilchus Tshuva Parak Beis says the following famous thing, the following composition: it's the way of tshuva for the one that is doing tshuva, for the one that's repenting, for the one that's returning, to be constantly tzayik, screaming out. Whether that's vocally, Rabbi Nachman's chiddush, you can do that silently as well. But in some measure to be expressing the omek halev before HaKadosh Baruch with crying, with supplications, giving tzedakah, Obviously trying to separate and distance oneself from the Avera. And there's an Indian of this person changing his name, changing her name. As if to say in the Rambam is Mefarish. I'm someone else. Which means I am no longer the person that did these actions. I'm a different person today than the person that I was. That's what it means, Al-Pipshat. The Rambam continues, And this person will also go through the process of changing his or her actions completely, as much as possible, to improve, to walk on a, on a straight and upright path, as well as distancing himself from the physical location where the person was. So the pattern is change, or at least that's the way it appears. The pattern is, I am literally removing myself from the massive in every kind of way where I was before at the time that a person's living in a different kind of way and distancing myself. The experience of Gala, says the Ramam, is also because it causes a person to be sort of subjugated humbled, out of place, the person's not surrounded by their peers, they're in a different place, which as we're going to learn is essentially important. So Abhipshat again, this Indian of Mishana Shem is very simple, right? It means to say that there's a change that takes place when the person changes the way that they're referred to, to say, like the Ramam says, ani meaning I am now different than I was. That's Abhipshat, I have changed. No longer that person. Where does the Ramam get this from? The Gemara Rosh Hashanah. 
Gemara Shoshana says, which is interesting because it doesn't really say tshuva. It says there are four things that are koreadigzardin. How does din come upon, uh, upon a person? Chazal say, the Gemara Brachas, right, so there's some inion of gzardin being connected to sin, but the Gemara is not talking about tshuva. The Gemara is saying, how do you get rid of dinim? Chas Hashem, a person has din on themselves. There are four ways. Eluhei, Siddaka, Tsa'aka, Shini Hashem, Vishini Amaisa, which is, of course, the four things that the Rambam had mentioned and flushed out. It was out of order, right? Because by the Rambam, Sa'aka came first. But Siddaka, Tsa'aka, Shini Hashem, Vishini Amaisa. All these four things are learned from Sukkim. Tzedakah, Dichseh, with Tzedakah, Tatsal Mimaves. So there you see straight away. It's Tzedakah that saves a person from the experience of Mavas, which is the pinnacle of Din. The Gemara in Tehillim, the Baal Shem Tov, was, um, was suggesting that we should say Erev Shabbos and Haidu before Mincha. That over there also you see that they cried out HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Tzar Lehem and he saved them. And we took a same Yagsiyan. Shinoi Hashem. Where do we learn this Indian of Shinoi Hashem from? Dechsev Sarai Ishtecha Loi Sikra Hashem Sarai Ki Sarai Hashem That HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes and changes Sarah's name from Sarai to Sarah. Uksiv. And then what happened afterwards? Apparently there was a din that was Nikra. Ubeirachti She wasn't able to have children beforehand. Changes her name. There's a gizar din that's ripped up. She's able to have children. And finally, Shinaimaisa, it says by the Anshe Nimbei, in Yoyno Dechsiv, Vayar Elikimis Maseim, that they had begun to do tshuva uksiv. And then the end of the Pasa continues, Vayinachim Elikim Alara, If you hear too, you see that there was a din that was. Nikra. And then there's another opinion that says, which the Ramam includes at the end, as well. Leave the place where you were. And then, Mahadar, and the Pasuk continues, Here you see the sources for these inyanim. And the Marsha asks, I, I understand Mamela. You could understand. From the Indian of Tzedakah Tatzlami Mavas, which is more general, generic, it could have been connected to the Indian of, of sinning. Also, you're speaking about Stam people that could also come because people needed to have done Tshuva. Avram and Sarah, Shaykhis, what, what does that have to do with Tshuva? I mean, the Rambam learns from here that we're not Stam talking about things that, you know, Exardin that's on a person for any one of a million reasons. We're talking about Tshuva, Daisha. The kind of din that comes upon a person because they did something wrong. Where do you see from Avram and Sarah? What did Sarah do? Sarah was the tzaddikus of all tzaddikuses, right? Avram Avinu Lechelcha Me'artzika wasn't because Avram did something wrong that he needed to be punished. HaKadosh Baruch Hu directed them, guided them. And the Mashiach answers what he answers. It happens to be that the Midrash says the same formulation, but Shinoi Shem learns it from Avram, actually. The same meaning, but learns it from Avram. But this Gemara learns it from Sarah. But that's the, that's the kash of the Marsha. You know, what's the limud from Sarah? What's the depth of that? What's the oimim? The daika from Sarah, the Rambam learns, kolomar ani acher. That's not, that's not what happened with Sarah. Right? That's not the formulation. But as Baruch Hu told Sarah to change her name. This wasn't her own uh, innovation because she needed to do tshuva and she needs to say, kolomar ani acher What's the connection? Why are we learning it from Sarah Dafka? Which we'll get back to. 
No, no. The Gemara says Exardin. But the Masha apparently, I guess, is asking, first of all, from the dissonance, maybe from the Rambam, I'm not sure if he mentions it, he does bring from the Smag. That the Smag learned from the Rambam the same Lushan. So he doesn't say the Rambam, he does bring from the Smag that brings the same thing, and he says, wait a second, so he's asking on the Smag, not on the Rambam. But the Rambam is the, is the, is the source for that Smag. Mitzvah Yudzai, I believe. In order to get into the Oymek over here, and to suggest a, a new derech in learning about this Indian of Shino shame and what its connection is with Sarah, we have to talk about shame in general. What is this thing called a name? All of us have one, or two, or three in some cases. Four? Anybody with four names? Three? Also not. Okay, two names. Yaakov Shalom is my name, my full name. And uh, so all of us have an Indian of, of a name, and that's how we're referred to. The name of the Malik says a very deep thing, that the name runs so deep within a person that even people that you have a very hard time waking them up, they sleep like anything, he says, just whisper their name into their ear. And they're up. Right? All the noise in the world. But there's something about a name. But the question is, to what point does a name reach? In the Sharish of everything, HaKadosh Baruch was Ikr V'Sharish, the Kal Alm, and everything is rooted in the original place in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mekayim So presumably, if we wanted to learn about a name, and what it encompasses about a person, and what it might not encompass, we need to, need to go to the Sharish. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has names too. Ten of them. One name, that's the Shema Etzim, a lot of different Kinuyim. What is this thing called the name of Hashem? Says the Medrash. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, You want to know what my name is? My names are associated with my actions. Sometimes I'm called Kel Shaka. When I'm going ahead and judging the Briyaninikrelikim. That's the shame that's called the Minas Adin, Minas Hagvura. Which is called the Mida of Hoid, or Netzach. Which is associated with Yisoid. But all of these are descriptive. But they're not essential. They're descriptive, but they're not essential. If it's what I do. Which is as we know, that's the midavr of Rachim. Shenemar, like we say every morning, in Svarad at least, Hashem, Hashem, Kel, Rachim, Vechanam. And the Gemara, the Medrash continues, so you find that there's a very strong connection between the concept of a name and the behaviors of a person, the actions of a person, the external expressions of a person, which suggests to us that if a person is more than actions, and if actions reveal a certain part of the person but cannot necessarily capture the essence, we'd call in English, the ineffable, that which goes beyond description, that there's maybe a part of a person that's maybe deeper than his name. Even though the name is very essential, the name captures the essence of a person to the extent that the person reveals himself in this world. And that's why all the Sfarim say that's why we add a name, right? If a person is very sick, we add a name. Rabbi Nachman says, because the name captures the whole avoid of a person in this world. So we want them to remain, we add a name. 
That's, that's a new tafke, that's a new avayda. But the suggestion here is that there's a, there's a level beyond. So, Ken, uh, are you, you're suggesting that from this uh, medrash that the name is inherently linked with your mice. Your mice. Um, is it possible that this medrash is actually saying that when Moshe is asking for Kodesh Baruch's name, and is saying, for most people, their name is their essence. Mm. But for me, you can't know my essence. So my name is only linked to my mice. Let's take a look at the Meshilach. That's the next source. Which also goes on this motif and speaks about HaKadosh Baruch Hu vis-a-vis his name. So there are two sources from Meshilach. Both are linked together. <laughs> Let's take a look at the first, even though it comes much later. Parshas Kisavai. And the Tzaddik says the following. The Heilige Ishbitzer, Mordechai Yosef, Leiner, Vizhbitz, Chusir, Demelein. Ksiv the Pasuk says in Tehilim, also HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaking, Ki Higdalta, or rather David HaMelech, referring to Hashem, Ki Higdalta al kol shimcha imrosecha. Ribbana Shalalam Higdalta al Kol Shimcha, transcendent of your name is Imra Sech. What does this mean? Shekol Shmoisav Shalakadish Barhu Haim al Shem Midas Tuvay. And you see the 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 uh, the Mashilach referring to the Indian of Midas, behaviors, Lufi Maisayani Nikra, and he's Machadish, that even the name that's Gvura, even the name that's Hoyd, even the name that's Din is Al Shem Midas Tuvay. Because Akadash Barhu is called Mada Avdrahmana Litav Avid. Shemitiv Libriyasa. Like we just learned from the Medrash. Each of those names is a reference, in a certain sense, to Midas HaRachamim. Because whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, that's a key word, is Latav of it. That even though all of your names are linked to Midas HaChesed, but they're linked to Midas, they're linked to Maisim, Sha'al Kol HaShemais, above all of those names, Godla Imrois Hashem. This Indian of, of Imrois Hashem, the concept of Amira, transcends that and is more dear to David Malach. What's the Indian of Amira? Which means to say, because the Zarakadish says, Sha Amira Hu Belechisha. The concept of Amira is linked to whispering. Now, in Nigla, Amira is called Lashen Racha. Dibor is Lashen Kasha. Amira is Lashen Racha. But in the Zarakadish, it's more descriptive. It's more poetic. It's not just Lashon Rachi, you speak gently. It's whispering. It's Lachisha. What's the Indian of a whisper? When does a person whisper? In what setting? Well, the first thing that a whisper connotes is closeness. Because you don't need to scream. You're standing right next to the person. That's one Indian of whispering. But another Indian of a whisper is that you, you, whisper, you whisper very important things. You whisper something that you're entrusting to somebody. You don't whisper to somebody, Right? Or, or something inane. You whisper to something, something that comes from so deep inside of yourself, to someone that you're very close to in physical proximity and that you trust, that you're linked with. The Zara Kaddish says, in a number of places, this Zara Kaddish, Amir B'lechisha, is by Emar Aleke Hanem B'nei Aaron. Speaking about Birchas Kehanim, it says, Emar Aleke Hanem, says the Zara Kaddish, whisper to them. Because what's about to happen is such an exchange, it's such a deep, intimate process. It's brought in Alacha that if Chas Hashem, there, there are people in the Kihila that don't get along with the Kayin, so the Kayin's not allowed to Duchin. So it has to be Mamish Ba'ahim, Mamish closeness. So everything has to be with whispering, which is why there's a minute, even though we don't pass in this way, but those that are going Api Darizal actually do this, Hanaga, that if you're davening for the Amid, and it's Yisrael Mor, but over the Yam Taibim, and there's Birchas Kanim, the Chazim whispers it. Okay, it's a Right. 
So, so that, that's I said, it, and we don't pass in this way. The psak is to say it out loud, but those that go al pi kabbalah, the svardim and the Ariyah Kaddish and the Zar Kaddish. What's that? It's but still in its association with the context of Birchas Kehanim and Chanami. It's not the mitzvah of the Kehanim. It's calling the Kehanim up, right? But it's Makif, Emor. You call them up. Those that call Pi Kabbalah are whispering the the are whispering Yivarechach. Whisper. Everything's so deep. Everything's so still. Everything's so close. Says Dara Melach Ki Higdaltal Kol All the all the shameless of a Kodesh Baruch are beautiful. All the midas are gavam. But there's something higher than that. There's something deeper. David Amalek says, "Imra secha, amiru hublechisha." Hashem, your whisperings to me, it transcends. It goes beyond any ma'isa. Hainu ha'or shahifia lahazriach le'Hashem isbarach. That's something that can't be expressed in words. A light, a feeling of being enveloped in a presence. Besoid emar lenafshi Yeshua seich ani. Davra Melech says, Hashem is whispering to Davra Melech. Emar lenafshi. What does Hashem whisper? Yeshua seich ani. Don't show me that you're saving me. Whisper to me in the deepest way, and I feel alone. Envelop me. Hold me. Emar lenafshi Yeshua seich ani. Sheani tamid imcha lahoishielacha. Hashem says, Now I'm with you all the time. I'm with you all the time, but it's whispered. Says the Meyashilach, there are two things. There's a chalois shame by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's the Fimaisi Aninikra, which is amazing, and called Ovid Rachmanas Latavavid, but there's something that transcends. And that which transcends is essential. And it can't be described by any name. And it can't be captured by any adjective. It's not a doing, it's a being. Says the Meashilach in another place, which is unbelievable. This Meashilach is Spanish. It's linked, but this is out of this world. It says, Let me know how I'm doing with time, because I'm just going to go. You let me know. Half hour, okay, beautiful. This is right after Moshe Rabbi Natalza Gurish Baruchu. Right? Which is like. On Moshe's level, it's a little bit chutzpah. What are, you, what are you questioning Hashem? So the next Pasuk, right in the beginning of Parshas Ve'era, HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu in a, in a harsh way. Vayedaber elikim. Dibor is lashon kasha. Strong, harsh. Midas adin. And elikim is midas adin. So you see a double midas adin. Rashi points this out. Chazal points this out. That it was ki'ilu chastising Moshe. We're going to Vayedaber elikim on Moshe. But then immediately following is a, is a complete shift. Vayoymer elav aniyashem. Says the Heliga Meashilah. Acha Shadibar Moshe Rabbeinu Dvar of Neger Hashem is Barach. Moshe Rabbeinu sort of, again, he speaks these, uh, in a way, a chutzpah, a chutzpah expression. Lamehari Oisala Amazeh. So, Imkain Nasan Hashem is Barach Ga'ara love. So, Akurish Barach who sort of like attacks him a little bit and yells at him. Vizel Lashan Vayedaber Shuloshan Kasha. Gam Shem Alikim, like we just pointed out, Moira Alzeh. That's the Shem Alikim is me, that's Haddin. But Achtekev, right after that, Vayoy love outside the encasing, or inside rather, beyond the facade of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's anger, beyond this that, that Hashem needed to set the, set the, the limit, and to set Moshe Rabbeinu straight, immediately after Vayoy love, which we just learned as Lachisha, is whispering, is closeness, is blessing, 
Says the This is a person who, who is angry at somebody, but he really loves him. He's very close with him. Our parents and children, right, which is a much more common, classic example. Sometimes you have to yell at a kid. Sometimes you have to, rarely yelling, right? But sometimes the kid runs into the street, so the previous generation slaps, so for us we yell, right? But whatever, whatever the darga is, right? But sometimes the, there's time for that. But then when you see the kid, all of a sudden shifts completely. And it goes much deeper than what he did or didn't do, or what she did or didn't do. And there is a look of concern, like, wait a second, what, what just happened here? Do we still have a bond? Do we still have a connection? To what degree are you upset at me? To what degree is your anger? So immediately you have to be as Miramis Loy, then right away you hug the kid. It doesn't touch a place beyond the action, beyond what I'm demonstrating to you in the moment. Or Lefanim, right? Not Lefanim, Lefanim means inside. Adarab, it's only Lefanim. The Chainu and this is what's happening. This Pasuk Hakadosh Baruch is our Father, and we're children. Klapi Hashem, Banim Atem Hashem Likeichem. The Chainu Einin Shalayim Relavani Hashem. Right after Vayidaber Likim Amoyshe, which is strong. Vayidaber is Dibal Hashem Kasha Likim is strong. Right away, Vayoyim Relavani whispers to him, Ani Hashem. Ki Amir Lashen Racha. Chainu Shalachas Loy Sheina Bekas Chas V'Shalom. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, No, 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 no. I need to show you that I'm angry. And I need to, need to shake you up for a minute. But there's a place in me, Kiviachal. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu also has a place that's called Mistarim, like the Gemara Chagiga tells us, but Mistarim. That in that place, Einabikas. In that place, there's nothing you could do that impacts that bond that we share. That goes beyond an action. It goes beyond the demonstration. It goes beyond the name. It's whispering. Emer Lenafshi Yeshua Seichani. The Davra Melech says, Ki Higdalta al Kol Shimcha. Listen to this so deep. And Akadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu this that I yelled at you, this that I shook you up. It was only on the surface. There's a place that goes beyond. Never be afraid. I think it's pshat. I don't think I'm saying a, a chiddush in the Me'ashilach. I think it's pashat pshat. He doesn't speak it out because I think it's so pashat. Take a look back at the Pasuk. What else do you notice? Right now we spoke about most of the words in the Pasuk, right? We said, Vayedaber elikim, and Vayoymer elav ani Hashem. What words didn't we speak about? What else is interesting in this Pasuk that you notice? El Moshe. Huh? El Moshe. And then Vayoymer elav. I want to suggest something. I think it's pashat pshat. We are created with Salam Aleikim. This gets us back to the Rambam. We're created with Salam Aleikim. And that means that we went to the root to talk about what the concept of shame is essentially. And we said that shame is Lefi Maisei Ani Nikra. Or in the Lashon of the, the Meyashiloch, Midas Tuvo. It's the Mid of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, But it's decidedly external. Says the Kodesh Baruch Hu, guess what, my Rabbeinu, you also have a name. And when Hashem is referring to Moshe by name, that's in the part of the Pasuk, that's by Yadaber Elikim, everything is surface. So it's not just the Kodesh Baruch Hu telling Moshe, listen, I'm shaking you up on the surface of me. But Hashem says, in this moment, I'm relating to the surface of you. I'm relating to you as Moshe. That's your name. But then Vayoyim, when it comes to whispering, it's just a love. It's beyond the name. 
A love means to the root, to the essence, to the core, that not only is there a place within Hashem that doesn't get impacted, but there's a place within you that's the same way. And Ba'oyimek, it's the same thing. It's not the Oymek of Hashem and the Oymek of you. The Oymek of you is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Chelek HaLekamim Al-Mamesh. So the Yedavar Elikim on the level of Dibur Kasha Elikim, Mida, Mida Sadeh, El Moshe. But there's a place where it's Vayoymer, a love to the Ma'amakim of the Yehudi, to the Ma'amakim of the Jew, where it's just you and me old hands, where nothing broke, where nothing needs to be fixed. Where any mistake that you made is a wandering away from essence, like the Pasuk says, Adam Yashar, and then Rabin. But Adam Yashar. There's an essential Yashras that we contain within. There's a place that goes beyond our name. And our name is even very essential, right? Forget actions and forget uh, external circumstances, where we live, where we grew up, our past, our present, our future. There's a place that goes even beyond the name. Take a look at a Malbim. Unbelievable Malbim. This Malbim is the Zel Umazev, what we're talking about now. We're talking about in a side of Kedusha, there's a place where we are still we, but we're obliterated, as we'll learn from the Tanya in a minute. Or ki'ilu annihilated within HaKadosh Baruch In the holiest way. Right? There's intimacy. There's oneness. Says the Malbim, that is reflected by the Satan Zel'umase. Amazing thing. Ki'gidana shemecha. Yaakov Avinu tells the Malach, the Sarashal Esav, after they battle the whole entire night, Adalei Sashachar, which the Chinuch tells us is talking about Ke'ula, beautiful Chinuch. Ki'gidana shemecha, tell me your name. Ratsa lamad al-muhusin yonei ve'atzimusa v'tachlis briyosa. Says the Malbim, what's a name like we said, which is even more essential, but it's still not the most essential, but it captures the behaviors of a person, it captures the tachlis of a person in the created world. So he wanted to know, the shame is moira on the atzmus of the person's tachlis. And the Malach answers, who we know is the Sarah Shal Esau, is the Satan, Zumalach Amavas, listen to this. There is no such thing as darkness. Darkness is the absence of light. It's actually Machlekes Rishonim, in the beginning of Sachem, right? But at least in a simple sense. Classical darkness is the absence of light. It is what it isn't. And that's what it is. It's just the absence of light. It's the absence of presence. And all it is is absence. That's its definition. The morale says an amazing thing, that the Gemara in Saita says, the Yitzhahara, the Satan, appears completely, completely eyes. It's just completely, it's just eyes all around. That's what the Gemara says. Says the morale, what's the depth? Scary thing. He says, what is the job of an eye? The eye travels out to the world, at least in an earlier conception, but you find this in Svarim, and it's also true in some sense, according to modern science, the eye goes out, takes in the world around it, and brings it back into the, in, into the brain. It's a suction. He says all the Yitzhahara is is suction. It is nothing. There's no essence. All it does is just suck you into where? To nowhere. That's its job. Into a black hole. 
That's what the Maral says. That's what it means. It's covered in eyes. But the Yitzhahara is Karach Bechoymer, Beheder. You cannot talk about the name, the identification of this thing in this world because it is not. Meaning, its essence goes beyond the name. What is its essence? Absence. This is the Satan. This is the Zelu Umazeh. This is the Hepech of, of the Yehudi. Reishis Goyim Amalek. Edoim. Sarish al it doesn't have it doesn't have a way that it manifests in this world. It's going from one, it's shape shifting. It goes from one way to another way because it doesn't have an essence. And this was its bracha, says the Malbim. This was the bracha of the Sarashal Esau. This is how you see me now. In one second, I'm, I'm moving along because it's absent. The Hupe, um, that's very deep. Hupeli, Chazal say that is that is that, that is his name. Because it's true. Because it's true of everything. Right? It's true of everything. Everything is pleasure to believe. Within the Seder Shtashal, from our standpoint, there are things that are further up, there are things that are further down. There are malachim that are in Yitzira, there are malachim that are in Asiya, there are malachim that are different, Aifanim and Chayas and so on. He's saying that Mamish, even the way that it is in this world, it is, its essence is absence. Its oh, essence is complete Chaimer. So that, no, that I'm, I'm suggesting that there are chilukim among the malachim. And lefi, the seder shtalshal is from our standpoint of illusion, where there is yesh, where we see a world around us, it varies to different degrees. And they do have yesh in the same way we have a yesh, right? To a different level. But this malach particularly, its whole inyan is hepech. Hepech ayesh. It's all in and is ayin deklipa. means it exists because it is completely devoid of existence. But this is the zelum And so the same thing that's true about Reishis Goyim Amalek is true about Am Yisrael, But by us, it's not that we go beyond the name and our essence because we are nothing. We are so everything, meaning we are so bound with yesh, we are so bound with the MS of existence, which is called in Kabbalah Ma, or the Shem Ma, vis-a-vis the Shem Ban, is the, is the light. And so the same thing is true for us. We don't either have a name. What happens right after this? Yaakov's name changes. And here we get to the point. Here we get to the point. Says the Heilige Kedusha Slavi. Listen to this. Via Dua, it's known. Which is the tachlis of what we're doing now in Elul and in Tishra, all, all that. Sersem Tshuva, Yom Kippur is the zenith, the pinnacle, at least on the side of Tshuva Meir. Einoi mechaper rak ad sheyachnes asmoi legeder ha'ayim. Yom Kippur is mechaper when a person gets to the darga and the realization that I am klum, klum, nothing, I and I don't exist as me. Not my name, not my actions, not my behaviors, not my mistakes. Klum, klum, nothing. Total bittle. Sheyoymar ani uma sheyeshli v'chala koycheshali hakol hula boiri 
Everything is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There's no me at all. Klum. That's Yom Kippur. It's entering in Geder Ha'ayin. That's why we wear white. That's why there's no Achila. There's no Shia. There's no Kiyam in the world. We would need those things to live another day. On Yom Kippur, we don't care whether we live another day. It's also captured, without getting into the depth of it now, we don't have so much time, I wish we had a couple hours to do this properly, but try to get to the end. This is also called Tachnun. Arizal says every time that we put our head down, Tachnun, according to the Arizal, there's a different composition you say, according to the Zara Kodesh, Mesiris Nefesh, like committing suicide, Ki'ilu, which is why it's dangerous, and there's a rate about that. Mamish, giving yourself to Misa. I don't exist. Every bowing is Bittal. Moidim, it's the same thing. I don't exist. Ki ilu amavatl myself from the world. This is the inyan of Yom Kippur. Hakol hula aboyu yisbarach laaz medabik atzmei b'midas ha'ayim. The Jew gets to a transcendent place. We commune with essence, and when soul meets source, as we're going to see from the Tanya in a minute, the soul isn't obliterated. It's just seen in the context of its essence, of its true nature, which goes beyond the name, name being bound to action, to activity. This is the Indian, like we just mentioned before, of the Hishtachavoya, which was bound with Bittal. You're being mevatal yourself. What was the Kavan of the Kain Gadol and the Kodesh HaKadoshim when he was Mishtachavah? Not me, Haboyre. Oh, everything I have comes from Hashem. That's very nice. No, no, no. That, that's a Darga. Just completely subsumed within HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ein So. Bishon Yachlifu Koya. What did the Malvim say about the Satan? The Klipa, because it has no essence. Here you find in the Kedushas Levi, a similar Lashen. Because it's the same Nikud that the Kedusha. He's bittal to the Ensof, and in that place, there's no, there's no name, there's no action, there's no me. And so I'm shape shifting in the same sense. Because like Hanan ben Ari says, Ani Hakol. Because I need a clue. right? <laughs> this is the Nikuda, this is the Dargavim Kippur. The suggestion here is that that's the deeper Hamad of the Rambam. Pashib Shan of the Rambam, Shino Shane being down to Chuvas, what? What do we say is Pashib Shan of the Rambam? I, today, am changing myself from what I was. I am different. Ani Acher. I want to be a different person. That's Pashib Shan of the Rambam. Kaloima, Ani Acher. Eini Oisea Ish, Asa Isama. I'm distancing myself from identity. But perhaps there's something deeper. Perhaps we can suggest to see out the Shemaya based on what we're learning. That we're not saying that today on the Acher I'm different from what I was a week ago. I am saying that Ani Acher essentially, that was never me. In that moment, that person was also not Ani. Not now I am different than then. Ani Acher. You want to talk to me about essence, beyond behavior, beyond what I did or didn't do? Ani acher. Ani ish. I'm not that person. Not now, I'm different than what I was. I am not that, I never was that. Vaharaya, shino shen. I can change my name. The name is not my essence. Lefim maisai ani nikro. Midas tuvoi. I can do a whole lot of things. There's a place in me that that doesn't reach. That's the Indian of a Kodesh Baruch Hu Ki Ikdalta Al Kol Shimcha Imra Secha Amir Hibel Chisha. There's a place where I'm bound to the Kodesh Baruch Hu on the level of whispering. Nothing I do or don't do can touch that. That's the level of Yom Kippur. 
Complete bittel, complete ayin. That's the pinnacle. And in that moment, that's where tshuva comes from. Because what's the shayrish of chayt? What's the whole shayrish of chayt in the first place? Is the illusion of separateness. Is the illusion of ego. Is the illusion that right now I can find a place in my life. Machshava, dibor, maisa, nefeshurach, neshama, where God doesn't exist in the bria. And the tikkun, and this also you have to whisper because it's very deep and it's not so pashit. But we find that the Svarim say this, specifically in Ishbitz and Ertzadik. The, the tikkun, the ultimate tshuva is to realize that not only is Hashem everywhere, Hashem was also in the chayt. That's what the Baal Shem Tov says, chayt has a little aleph in the end. And we don't pronounce it, but that's the alufishal oilam. I got a spark who's present there too. And that's the tikkun. That's the ultimate tshuva, which gets into the site of Yidim Bechira. We don't have time to flesh this whole thing out properly. But this is the oymik of tshuva. When you get to the level of Kippur of total bittal, so then it's not shot like I need to do tshuva anymore. In that moment, everything is ener mavada. Everything is nizbata. Everything always ever was part of the oymik ratanasha. So, I don't know what kind of thing is. Right. The ultimate bittel is not not so much a tikkun. It's a giloy. It's a giloy that that whole havamina was bechalal not a havamina. It's a giloy that when you pour water in, it fills all the cracks. Right. And so the cracks were made back then. But in Kippur, a person reaches a state of bittel to such an extent that we're realizing that even that what I thought was a chayt actually gets to a place where I don't even need to do tshuva for it. Because it turns out that that was also part of the Hashem. It turns out that was the Ramchal would call you This is a very delicate topic. It needs a lot of context. It needs a lot of context. Baruch Hashem, my book, chapter 16 and 17, we go through the whole thing. And it, and it, and it touches Yidim Bechira. We don't have time now to get, to get into the whole thing. But this is the highest Gilevim Kippur. Bittel, bittel, bittel. And maybe this is the inner of Shino Shem. This is okay. I've read that a few times in Yom I find this a point how is it empowering? Right now, I wish we had time to, to go into the whole thing. There's an answer to that. Because everything in Yiddishkeit has to be rotzay and shoiv. Bittal is only on the level of rotzay. Shoiv, you come back into yourself. And Adarabba, Rabbi Nachman says in Torah Dalit, in Torah you bring that gili of Bittal down into you as an identity, with your name. We don't want to be Mavata, your name. Hashem doesn't want us walking down the street and in Mavata, and Hashem wrote the whole Sefer for that reason, right? So he was afraid that people would say, good, I can think Torah in the bathroom because Hashem is everywhere. So again, this is a huge topic, a huge topic. That's an important question. There are two Anagas. There's Anaga of Ratzai, Anaga of Shoy. The Tikkun is to bring them both together and have a place within you where you have the consciousness, I'm not anything. But at the same time, you're able to use your unique capacities and your talents and abilities and your circumstances in life, daika, to be megala that light to other people. But you always have to be rooted in that, anchored in that. You always have to be anchored in that. But let's finish up. He's talking with the fiduciary in the Talmud of the Kutzker and the Talmud of the Meshilah from who we were learning, learning a lot of cuts today. Remez al Shem Chodesh Elo. Unbelievable Remez on the name of Chodesh Elo. Al Pi Apasuk. Hu Asanu Anachnu, we say in the morning. Mizmul Asayda. Hu Asanu Anachnu. He made us and we are his. Uh, but there's a Kriya Niksiv in the Pasuk. Yesh Kriya Niksiv. Loi Anachnu on the word Loi. Loi is how we read it. 
How it's written is with an Aleph. Loya Anachni, we do not exist. Loya Anachni. Says the Svasemis from his grandfather, the Chidush and this is the Omak of Elo. That's why it's called Elul. Because Elul is a conjugation between the Kri and the Ksiv. Aleph Lamed is Loi. And Vav Lamed is Loi. Listen to this line. This is it. This is the whole Elul. That's, that's it. Loi Anachnu. I get myself completely out of the way. Ki'ilu, I don't exist. And Loi Anachnu. Then I'm his. That's the trajectory that we're taking now that culminates in Yom Kippur when the Kedusha Slavi says we go into the place of Ayin. Shino Yishen. Ani and Ayin also. Ani and Ayin. It's very deep. Ani is Malchus. Ayin is Keser. That's, this whole, that's, that's exactly what's happening here. That's, that's exactly what's happening. Says the Tanya, the last couple of minutes left. All the Siyat Rishmaya, I'm just throwing things out there. I hope I'm saying something that's, that's true and makes sense. Says the Helga Tanya. Perfect. Perfect. Listen to this time. This is the true simcha of the soul. If a person's feeling dejected, you walk down these streets over here in Chutzlaret, cloudy skies, just like gray, surrounded by sever, like just slipping, like two and more. Like, like we mentioned last night, it, it could be a little bit depressing, sad. So what do I do? What do I do when I need to feel like I'm not out of place? When I need to feel a little bit too strong? When I need to feel a little bit that I'm at home? As a person should be ma'amik his machshava, be yitzayir b'sichlai, and even begin to imagine to the extent possible, ubinasayin in his mind, inyin yichuda yizbarcha amiti. The true soul of Yichud Hashem. Now, b'shat Yichud Hashem means Hashem is one. There's nobody else, right? That's what it means. What does this mean? That a Kaddish Baruch who absolutely permeates every particle of physicality. The upper realms and the lower realms. And this actual physicality. It's funny because... It, <laughs> I mean, that's what he just said, right? But he means like, no, really. Like, this earth, this level of Malchus de Malchus da Asiya, like the, the real physical world, who kvayda is barach. It's a Kodesh Baruch who is covered, which can be translated as present. It's Hashem's present. The kula mamish. Everything is kaloi chashuv. From that standpoint of essence, there's nothing, there's nothing. We are within HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is real and He's here. That's all there is. In the same thing that it was I am the Ephes before the Shishmei Bereshis, before the Chalala Panoi, before Kav, before every, before anything. All there is is our insight, or really insight, at us. Even in this place, which was created in a vacuum, however, we're going to understand that. What we referred to before as the Seder Shtashalos, this world that we think is a Yesh, was filling this space. 
And the same thing is true now, as the Pasik says. I don't know who quotes it here. Hashem, it does quote it elsewhere. There's no change by Hashem. Because everything is completely buckled, on the level of, like we referred to, of Ratzai, total bitum. And here he brings a beautiful mashal. This we're coming to the end. He writes about this in Shaykh of Amun as well, and in, in Tara'ar and other places. This is a famous, like, Tanya mashal. Mashal Gashmi Lazet, to use a physical mashal. This is very deep, and he's a lot of, a lot of his point of this mashal. The nullification of a sun ray in the sun. And for this, it's a good thing, you know, we have like visuals of like microphones, that's, uh, uh, cameras rather than like swing around. We need to use that imagery for a second. What well, the Zarka is actually called Zarka. It's <laughs> like the, the sort of catapult from place to place. Let's, let's, let's use that sort of imagery to see ourselves first in one place from one perspective and swing around to see from another perspective. Shigam Shum, right? Oh, he says like this. Who goof kadar Hashemish berakia? Bittel of the ray of the sun in the sun. Shigam sham meir umispashid vadaiziva vayra. There are rays, whatever that means. There are extensions of sunlight that reach outward from the sun. And from our standpoint, we perceive sunlight. And sunlight could filter through a room, could filter through trees or clouds. From our standpoint, we can see a sun ray. And from that perspective, it would sort of be standing, again, this is just theoretical, here's the sun. I don't want to speak in front of everybody well, about science and chas really at all about anything. <laughs> but here you have the sun, and here you have ki'ilu, you're side by side, so you, you can see, okay, here's, we're seeing like the sun ray itself. But then swing around and just look at the sun. You can't, you can't see a ray of the sun. The, sun, the ray of the sun is, is nullified in the sun. It doesn't have any chashivas, it doesn't have any independent identity. So what's true? Both are true. One on the, on the level of Ratzai, one on the level of Shai. We have to live with both of them. But the level of Yom Kippur is bittel, bittel, bittel. There is no sun ray. There is just the sun. And anything that you thought was mispashit imenu is nullified within it. Ubi yeser seis mispashtu sai va'ara sai v'chalol ha'olam. Ela shesham hu batal b'mitziyet. The sun ray is still there, but it is part and parcel of its essence, of its source. It's as if it doesn't exist. This is our Indian of the physical world. It depends how you look at it. Which doesn't mean with physical eyes, but in your consciousness. And we have to dance this dance all the time. Does it exist? Doesn't it exist? Answer, both. One on the level of shame, behavior, in the Olam HaMaisa. But this is just... The last link in a chain, and the chain goes far beyond. And the chain reaches to a level of shinoi shame, of ani acher, the eni oisne ish. Not that now I'm different. That was not me. That is not me. And the essence, the amir velchisha. Shu ar in baruchu. And I thought, maybe this is pshatim in the famous seer of Elul that we say, which on the hushim shat means ani ledoidevedoideli. It's beautiful. I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me, all true. But if you plug this into the algorithm of the mashal of the Balatanya, it mamish reads so perfectly. The first step, like the like this Vas Emesis, Kifi Bitala Adam, is Ani Ladaidi. 
Ani, whatever you think is Ani, is my, me as an identity, it's Ladai. Means to say we're seeing the sun ray in the sun. Ani, Ladai. What happens next as the Svasemes? Miskarvi lovis Then Vidaidili. Then I come back after Yom Kippur into a sukkah and I build a little sukkah in a parking lot, Dafka, The physical world exists, but we left the We have to travel it. This is the Tzirif of El. These are two Chalakim. First, Anilva. Total Bittal. Then we emerge from that place back into the Agashmi with Vidaidili. First being the tzirf of El. Let's finish off with her cook. Another two minutes? Three minutes? Five minutes? Four. We start at four minutes late, so that gives me eight, does it? Yeah. Okay, good. So let's finish up. Can't do math either in front of Rivera. Four and four? I'm not a math guy, the truth is I'm It's the last thing. Okay, but let's let's take a look at this first cook. What's that? Four and four? Okay. Says the Hilligraph, what's the Sherish of Chet we said before, Gaiva, or the consciousness that we're separate? He's in Alma de Piruda. He's, he's in a world of Piruda. And it doesn't mean he's in physically in a location of Piruda, in a consciousness of Piruda. Every moment is separate, every person is separate, every circumstance is separate. There is not oneness, there is not bittal, there are many rays of the sun. It exists, it's real, and it's damaging. When a person does truth in such a deep way, What is the light of truth? It's the world of oneness. It's the world of yichud. It's the world of Bittu, Ziva Shemesh, Betoicha Shemesh. It's Ani Acher, it's the Ani Amiti that goes beyond action that Akarish Baruch relates to from a place of Amira Belchisha that's a Dauta al Kol Shimcha in Rasech. Shakomit Argin Boil Chativa Achas, the whole world becomes woven into one tapestry. And from that perspective, and I want to say a very deep thing. This is, it's not what we said before from the Malbim, it's not the The more a person realizes, meaning I'm a Yaakov Avinu, and I'm not in this moment doing something wrong, I realize that the Satan in Bayesh, the Satan I thought has a Yesh when, when I'm a little bit in a, in a snare. Then the satan matters, meaning then this avera really looks like it has kiyum. And this looks like it's worthwhile. This is like it's a thing. But from the perspective of tshuva, that I am hakol is, I'm subsumed within the yesh, what happens to the yetzahar? You've seen as hepech of that. I see it's aimed like klum. It's darkness. You don't fight darkness. You don't battle it. It's nothing you need to empower. It does not exist. Stand up like a man. Stand up or like a woman. And stand up and mamish. Go forward. Go forward. It's not this nikudav. Oh, there's darkness, and it's a real thing, and I have to... But it can be seen only from the perspective of the Alma di Yichudah, not the Alma di Pirudah. Shekhom et argein bolachativa achas, v'kishra kloli, ein shemra klal, ke'aram et staraf alatoiv, letavloi. Because from that perspective, in Kippur, we look at what we did wrong, and we see that was also part of the story. That was also part of Gilei, Oymik, Ratzin, Abayrei. There was no Ami, there was only Ayin. And that was part of the process. That was part of the trajectory that led me to this moment. It's a very high gilu and it needs to be handled with, uh, with care. 
Laharim Oidiyosaris, you cross Erika, it's just to lift the whole world up. That's what we spoke about before. Nasim has doinos But it's not that they become essentially shifted. I shift in my perspective. And from this stable ground of repentance, I look back and I see they were always zechuyas. Very, very deep. This is the world of Yichud. This is the world of Yichud. And here we get to Sarah. But this will finish. Why was her name changed? What was the name? Sarai. Says Rashi, Damashma Sarai. Ah, very individualistic. The name Sarai is Moira on an individual, on possession of one person and one person alone. Li Valoilache. Sarai. She saw herself in that moment, or at least the name implied, individual. Pratius. Alma de Piruda. But Sarah is Damashma. Sarah is just a name. Shetehe Sarah al. That means that in this name change from Sarai to Sarah, you have the departure from Alma de Piruda to the Alma de Yechuda. From Sarai Levaloila Acherim to Sarah al Kol. There's Klaliyas there. Maybe that's why the Raman is learning it from this Gemara. The Gemara is learning it from this Pasuk. Because Ba'oimik, 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 the name itself, it's not about her that she did a chait. Hashem changed her name. And a Hanami. So what are we learning from Sarah for? This is the Nukuda. Levaloila Acherim, it's just me. Sarah Al-Kol, says the Gemara in Yuma, Tanya, Hayreb Meir Aymer Gedoyle Tshuva, Shevishvil Yachid Shavasa Tshuva, Mechav Al-Kol Aylam Kuli. The departure from Yichud, or rather from Pirud, from an individual, from a ray of a sun seen on its own, into the world of Yichud. This is the world of Tshuva. And here we finish with this last piece from Rav Kook, which really encapsulates this whole Tyrone. When a person forgets his or her neshama ha'atzmis, which goes beyond the name or any behavior, ani acher. When a person begins to live too much on the level of an identity, of a name, and of a profession, and what I do, and of what I've done, everything becomes rife with doubt. That shuva haracious, you know what the first primary tshuva is? She mi'iras hamachshak in miyad. And this is very precise. Kiyadua, or Kuk, even though a lot of people think it's poetry, every word is precise. It just came out with like an eight volume a couple of years ago. Rav Avivi put a Kabbalah's Haraya, tracking every single time Rav Kuk uses, uh, uses a, a one word. It's exact, it's like a science. It's out of this world. Because it's, it's punctify character how you think of it. Because it sounds so flowery and poetic. Every word is with diktuk, diktuk, atzim. So this is diktuk. Why is he using this terminology of a light that banishes the darkness? Because hainuhach. The light of a Kaddish Baruch Hu is yesh. The light of the Sathan, like we saw, is ayin. But ayin the klipa doesn't exist. The primary tshuva that, like light, banishes darkness immediately. He sheyashuv ha'adam el atzmai. Forget about tshuva to Hashem. Returning to Hashem, returning to yourself. El Shoyrish Nishmasoy. To the deepest depth, the depth of who you are. Umiyad Yashav Elalikim. Immediately, again, like we said, Hainuhach, the place within a Kodesh Baruch Hu that's his essence, so to speak, in Dalal called Shimchem Rasefa, is the place that reaches beyond the name Moshe by Yomer Elav Ami Hashem. It's the same place. El Nishmas Kol Hanashomers, to the soul of our souls. 
where the ray of light is buckled in the sun, the Yelech Yitzad Hala, and he will continue to walk and to march further, Mala Mala Bikidushuatara. And here, of course, takes us on the journey from, from, from the individual to the all, as he always does. This is true for the individual. It's true for our nation. It's true for humanity. It's true for the universe. The kilkul of any prat in the Bria is when we forget our essence, when we start to live in the branches and we forget the Sherish of Uyam. This is a very sharp thing for him. Cook, Ladaiti, very, I, I, I didn't see such a sharp lotion from him in other places. If a person tells you, ah, forget the nonsense, I need to return to Hashem, I need to do the right thing, I just need to do tshuva, you know? If a person says they want Hashem, but he's not ready to go ahead and mamish realize that, oh, it's to yourself because at your shoyrish you are that hainuah. It's like a, a tshuva of, of a trickery. It's, it's just not the real, it's not the davar ha'amiti. That means that the person's entire conception of Hashem is skewed. If you think you're returning to Hashem, it has nothing to do with you. Returning to the essence of who you are, you're... you're, you're I'm not you, but this person is, is saying the name of Hashem Lashav. Al Kain, this will end. Rak be emes hagdula shal tshuva el asma yashiv ha'adam va'am. That we need to return to what we already have. It's nothing you need to change. It's something you need to shift in your consciousness to go back to a place that you thought you, you lost or you thought you became something else. No, ani acher. Ha'oylam chalalamim, ha'avaya kula, to the essence of everything. Al-Kaina, to our creator, acquirer, to then bask in the light of the Yesha Amiti. We can talk about this for another hour, honestly. This is just Rashi Prakam. This is the secret of the light of Mashiach, which to me and you means this is the secret of our generation. It's the level where, as Yecheskel sees, the bones are scattered, they come together, and then a ruach and comes down. We are a part of that. In our avoida, we're a part of that. To channel this new ruach that's coming down into the dry bones. To bring out Yisrael to life, but to life for real. And with its light, everything's coming to the essence, to the essence, moving away from the particularities to the light of integration, to the light of oneness. And then the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be revealed over us, seen as only Kalim, that are meant to capture the light of the All. From the essence of this lofty tshuva, which is the sphere of Bino, without getting into the depth of it, will be able to draw down on the storeroom of tshuva, on the storeroom of oneness, of unity, of essentiality, down into our lives, so that we can also live this journey of Ratzai and Shoy. Perhaps, as Yatra this is the Indian of the Rambam, of Shino Shem, of Sarah moving from Sarah to the Indian of Sarah Alakal. One individual does tshuva, the whole world is doing tshuva with us. There's a lot here, a lot more to say, but as Yatra Shmaya, Rashi Prakim. Hashem, thank you so much for listening.